Yo, what's going on, y'all? You are tuned in to get tuned in. Uh, 94feetoflife.com. Welcome back. Love the fact that y'all guys still tuning in and listening to us. We appreciate your ears, so we're going to go ahead and give y'all some game like we usually do. Uh, if your Twitter game's strong, we got to put you on. 9-4-F-O-L-Hoops. Uh, if you're doing it for the gram, 9-4-Feet-of-Life. You can follow us on both handles. Uh, Facebook, you can like the page, 94-Feet-of-Life. In addition to join the group, 9-4-Feet-of-Life, if, you, if, you, if you're nasty. So... With that uh, ball of the night, we're bringing it to you, uh, sponsored by Ball U Academy and Ham's Cookies. Go buy the damn cookies. It's Victor Depot. Surprise, surprise. Uh, he put up a 46-piece with about seven boards, six assists. And last year, people was calling him trash when he was on Oklahoma City. And now, all of a sudden, he's looking like an all-star. So what changed? Well, we're going to cover this two ways. First, we're going to cover... Um, what it's like to be an NBA basketball player and be limited to a role in which you can't really show who you really are. It's a lot of Oladipo's in this in this game. The problem is everybody don't get the opportunity like Oladipo is getting right now. Uh, he's in a free-flowing offense with a good point guard that's trying to get him the ball and even a playmaker in Lance Stevenson who doesn't necessarily need to shoot a lot but just needs to you know, make plays. So it's a lot of shots out there for, you know, guys in Indiana, and he's capitalizing and making use of it. Now, why wasn't the shots there in Oklahoma City? Well, they were, but they weren't. And the problem that we're having in this league now is this league is going to more of a Democratic-style offense, meaning a lot more ball movement, a lot more player movement, a lot more free-flowing. Uh, so when these players get that opportunity, they definitely capitalize on it. But the, you can't really look at the Russell Westbrooks, the Carmelo Anthony's, the Paul Georges, which is ironic because all of them are on the sa- all three of those are on the same team. You can't be mad at them for being such a talent to where players actually stop moving because they're watching them play to see what they're going to do next. See, all of it isn't their fault. Some of it is because it takes them a little too long to be able to get to the point. But also, they're a victim of their own talent. It's hard to want to make a back cut or screen away when you got Russell Westbrook who might do something that's probably the nastiest thing you've ever seen. So, they're a victim of that as well. But, the hardest thing to do as a coach is to be able to take these players that you know are at their most special when they have the basketball in their hands, yet still be able to get the right pieces around them or get the right system around them to where they can be great with the ball in their hands, but it doesn't affect other people's greatness on the team, if that makes sense. And it's getting harder and harder to find those type of individuals now because that requires specialty players. And now the game is filled with hoopers. Like straight ballers. Excuse me. So, you got guys who can hit the corner three, but they also can dribble. They also can post up. They also can probably even run a little point. When you limit them to just the corner three, it puts much more pressure on their game because every shot matters. If you take any player in the NBA and say, I'm going to give you 15 shots, then put them in the system and say, I'm only going to give you eight shots, their numbers are going to decline dramatically. 
because it's not as much pressure with those 15 shots as it is with 18. If you start off one for four and you know you got 11 more shots to take, you're not panicking as much. But if you start off one for four and you only got four more shots to take, if that, depending on if the superstar wants to even continue to keep you involved, you start to get antsy a little bit. You start to panic a little bit because it's hard for you to get in that flow. So, so no knock on the guys who need the ball to be able to create. It's more along the lines of the evolution of the game. And now more hoopers are needing the opportunity to show what they can do. So again, ball of the night, Victor Oladipo, salute to you. Still can't hate on the Russell Westbrooks of the world, the Carmelos of the world. They're still great. It's just we got to do it a little differently. So on that note, we'll call it even. Y'all keep tuning in. Basketball for the people, by the people. Take it easy. And we're back. Remember, this episode, previous episodes, 94feetoflife.com, Facebook head, the fan page, and the group, 94 Feet of Life, Twitter heads, 94FOL Hoops, and, of course, for the gram, 94 Feet of Life. Follow, follow us on all social media fronts, man. We everywhere. Trav, you're going to finish us off. What you bring to the grab bag today? What you got to talk about? Man, I'm going to be a team player on this, but I'm going to pre- present this as quick as possible. Since we didn't talk about the culture, we didn't talk about the recruiting aspect, we're going to go ahead and just talk about it as far as just playing ball in general. And one of the things that I'm having a problem with is teams that are, especially NBA teams, one in particular um, out in the West Coast, we are they are very, as far as player-wise, put together, but you tend to blow leads. And I ain't talking about 10, 10-point leads or 8-point leads. I'm talking about 20-point leads in a span of 10 minutes or something like that. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to pass this ball around, and I'm going to get each of y'all inputs of as one team in particular I want to talk about is Oklahoma City. They almost blew one just not too long ago. But how in the world is this team? We have a team built with Russell Westbrook. We have a team built with Paul George, Adams, Mello, Roberson, and others. We have this team, but they're blowing 20-point leads. They have blown so many of them in a in in the first half of the season, big shot. Well, I'm, I'm gonna start it with you, man. I know you <laughs> want to say something about it, so so give me your input on how is this NBA team blowing this 20 point lead like this in a matter of 10 minutes or so? What's going on, man? Because Oklahoma City, and I'm gonna send this right over to MJ. I'm gonna make this very quick. Eventually, more than three people have to play. And I said this in the group. I said this on the podcast. Until Oklahoma City shows me somebody, until more than three people going to come to work every day, I don't believe in it. <laughs> and eventually, them 20-point leads that you would talk about, Trav, get, they lose because nobody else is allowed to do anything but those three. So... Until they, until they, until that happens, 
Oklahoma City is going to be what it's going to be most nights. MJ, what you got? And just uh, taking the ball right where uh, Big Shot left off, uh, where people have to understand when you're playing this game, is no matter what, you're going to shoot around 45 to 50%. Uh, that's pretty much what you're going to shoot. The thing about it is the more difficult the shot is, no matter how good the player is, the lower the percentage is going to be. So if you got guys that are taking contested shots, whether they're good at making them or not, if you put them in a situation where they're taking 12 to 15 contested shots a game apiece, they're naturally going to shoot less than 45% over the course of the game. It's just law of percentages. As great as these dudes are and, you know, making shots, and I know they be in the lab and all of that, it's just law of percentages. So if an NBA team only got to worry about three people, they get to, you know, force them into the tougher shots. And law of percentages is always going to say, no matter how much they get in the lead, even if they shoot 70% this first half, eventually it's going to trickle down to that 45. So all we have to do is just stay the course when they make those tough shots, not get frustrated and keep playing on the other end. And then next thing you know, those same shots that they were hitting are going to eventually miss, and we're running offense and we're getting better percentage shots, and you know the rest from there. But keep watching. Don't let this television tell y'all vision, man. When it come in, come with the bongos and shit, just get that beat like Yeah, 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 just like that, just like that. I'm gonna come in in a second, like on this last one. No, no, no. Right, right. Alright, yeah. You ready? Let's go. Uh. You know what's good when they criticize. I hope they say it twice to let them know I'm a Gemini. Separated from others, you can tell who dignified. Using growth and development to tell who's unified. They really wanna kick it bad like Billy Blanks. London various lingo and numerous handshakes. Pressure building inside, fam. Let's see what a man takes. Found on the ground like you doing a dance break. Do I see like that type of nigga that's gon' fall from the bullshit when it come around? No. I know my situation and my sense. Is down drunk. I know niggas wanna be it, so go get your clowns. This is Deja and Malik, I get that higher learning. That fudge and Remy be that's a higher sermon. MC to rock the mic, the rock all night is tricky. Lead the MC to rock the mic like Rock Kim with me. Like that type of nigga that's gon' fall from the bullshit when it come around, no Them bitches gon' talk shit until they get locked, y'all Them niggas gon' talk shit until they get soft off Beloved, they so faker than usual And I keep cutting on the line, that's business as usual I've been focused on the shots, so clearly it's vision It's new ways of getting money and clearly it's digital uh. Obviously they bars they spittin' ain't critical The subjects that they spittin' on ain't give no residual shit I was being nice because said you niggas pitiful I feel like I'm with the shit in a cesspool Do I seem like that type of nigga that's gon' fall from the bullshit when it come around? No. Niggas go live, then it turn to the stretch let this shit broadcast just to have the real action So slow down, love Ain't no such thing as no internet bugs Behind all the filters is internet bugs And then they run to the nigga that's a reality thug That's a reality thug, nigga 
been that new edition like a Michael Bivens. Grown man always made my own decisions. Tommy Davidson, baby, is strictly business. These niggas such a fucking lady like a Dale Gibbons. Yo, I seem like that type of nigga that's gon' fall from the bullshit when it come around, no. Like that type of nigga that's gon' fall from the bullshit when it come around, no. Cuz said, fuck being simple, make it hard like two a day. They kings, they be cut them like ace of spades. When it comes to the money, they play shady games. And if it's up to their freedom, bet they drop a name. We all pit bulls locked in the cage. I seen a lot of dogs grab, but never show they veins. So hustle for your hustle a lot. I love me, I love me not. I come back like I'm whipped in the pot. Then bagged up, then I'm whipping the block. This crack sale, boy, believe it or not. Don't I seem like that type of nigga that's gon' fall from the bullshit when it come around, no?
It's happened with a couple of other teams as well. Hell, if they run across Memphis long enough, they might break the losing streak. Who knows? You know, but it's one of those things, man, where their culture, they don't really have an identity aside from we roll off our guys and that's pretty much that on that. And that's really not going to get you far. All right, well, I'm going to say this, and it's going to ruffle some feathers, and I can't wait till the people hear this. They don't have a point guard. Fact is fact. Um, I'm going to tell you something. Russell Westbrook has never played point guard, and right now in the NBA he is not playing point guard. He is a scorer who facilitates. And I can give you some background knowledge back in December 2007 when I was a student assistant coach at Idaho State and we played UCLA. Russell Westbrook did not facilitate at all. Darren Collison did. Russell Westbrook was out there to try to get 40, and that's how he's always played. And the fact of the matter is, when you lose leads like that, me being on the sideline and having leads and losing leads and watching other teams lose leads and beating them and losing, I tell you this right now, if you don't have good point guard play, if you don't have somebody that can control the game and manage the game, you or will lose the game. And I don't care who is out there. I don't care. Bad point guard play, bad game management, it starts with whoever is the lead guard, since I guess we don't have point guards anymore, and the coach. That's all it boils down to. And that's how I feel about OKC. And here's, all, yeah. here's all people need to know about Oklahoma City. Now, Russell Westbrook last year, oh, triple-double, 10 assists a game. Oklahoma City as a team last year was 24th in the NBA in assists. Thank you very much. With Russell Westbrook second in the league in assists, your team was 24th. And this year they 24th again. Because why? Because he dominates the ball. He Thank dominates you. the ball. And I'll continue and, and to say this one. He also grabbed 40% of his team's defensive rebound last season. He dominated. Yes, of course, that, ex- that ignites their offense, that starts their, their best offense, which is in the open court transition where it's pretty much reckless. Thank you very much. And I've been saying this since he was drafted in 2008, and I said the boy ain't no point guard, but he's a damn good basketball player. He's a he's. I was crazy. I think, and I think that's the thing that people don't get. He's a like he is a great player. Like he's unbelievable. However, the stuff that he does is not conducive to winning. Like I to break something. You were thirty. You were thirty-one percent three-point shooter. Yet you want to shoot eight of them a game. Why? This is and this is about to and I'm about to drop something real heavy. <laughs> I'm about to drop something real heavy. In 2012, we all know what they did in 2012. They went to the finals, lost to the Heat, what have you. They were young and you know they were, them boys are 23, 24 years old. But people tend to forget they were successful because they had James Harden and Eric Maynard. facilitators. Exactly. They wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, Man was out there to play defense. Yep. 
Eric Maynard was out there to play defense and get the ball moving. James Harden, I'm a score, but I'm a pass because I know I can't do it because I got Rush and I got KD, so I'm just going to go hold off on mine. I'm going to get mine when it comes back to me. Now, if it come back three right. or four times and I get it back, I'm going to score. But my first look, KD, my second look, Westbrook. That's just how it was. And Eric Maynard knew, I'm not shooting this. I'm not shooting this ball because I believe Eric Maynard was the starting point guard that year. That was the most success, team success, that Russell Westbrook had since he was in the league. That is the most success. That is the farthest he's ever been. And people tend to forget that. People tend to, they don't. They talk about Billy Donovan, King Coach. Billy, he, great basketball mind. But he needs to bring back those same principles that he had at Florida as far as with his ball screen offense. 